Hey guys, welcome to the short-term show special episode series on Shenandoah, Virginia. A couple things I want to hit you with first before we get into the episodes. One, current purchase prices and current income data can be found on our website at theshorttermshop.com. So make sure you check that out because that can change all the time. Also, if you guys want to hang out with us and just talk about short-term rental stuff, you can do that with us and 60,000 of our closest short-term rental investor friends at our Facebook group. Same title as my book, Short-Term Rental, Long-Term Wealth. Make sure to like and subscribe to this podcast and all of our podcasts if you can, because that really helps us out. Uh, You can subscribe to our YouTube channel, The Short-Term Shop YouTube, and then also follow us on Instagram at The Short-Term Shop. And if you're ready to buy a house with us in any of our 20 markets, you can email us at agents at theshorttermshop.com or really any of the avenues that I just gave you. Now let's get into it. All right, here we go. Short-Term Show special episodes. It is Shenandoah. We're going to uh, set up our house, set up the property uh, which is always a lot of fun and you really don't know what to expect. You know, it's, I'll tell you what you can expect, uh, a lot of trips back and forth to Walmart and uh, to whatever store you can find that has stuff that you need, uh, which in this area can be fairly, you know, uh, dis- distant if if it depends on where your property is. So you got to keep that in mind, uh, where you're going to go and, uh, and things like that. Um, so let's talk about, uh, well, let's start with technology. Um, the, you know, for me personally, if I'm buying a new house, I'm putting a new lock on it, period. Um, and uh, uh, let's talk about that. Well, Lindsay, what's your lock system? What's your deadbolt system? Sure. Uh, so it depends on the property. I do um, stay away from smart locks on my properties with um, the capped satellite internet, just because one, it's if the weather is not cooperating, then the internet's not cooperating either. And also, I don't want to add a lot of applications that are constantly taking away from the high-speed internet that my guests might be able to use. Um, so I keep it very simple on those. I just do a simple like cipher lock, and then we change the codes as needed ourselves. But then in, in town, we have you know a lot of the towns have Xfinity. That's like a very common provider that we have. Or if I'm able to get Starlink somewhere, you can actually have an open view of the northern sky. Then uh, we like the slodge locks, and I'm also open to quick set locks. Um, I, I own some myself, and then I also manage some, so it, it's my preference as well as my client preferences. Yeah, not having internet is a thing, um, but can kind of come in handy if you're okay with not changing the code. Uh, I, I went year, back in the day, you know, we didn't have that luxury, so there was many times where I was going years with the same code, and I don't recommend doing that. Uh, probably some sort of liability. Talk to your lawyer about that, but uh, it does come in handy. And those those non-Wi-Fi locks last, the battery lasts way longer. It depends on which one you get, like the the Schlage, Schlag, the, the, uh, the one where you actually turn the deadbolt yourself, the battery in that one yes. lasts like a million years. Yeah. So that's really cool. But uh, but yeah, I'm, a, I'm an ENCODE guy. Um, I've tried them all over the years. And, uh, you know, this is something we could talk about till we're blue in the face. Everybody's going to have their... The, the different locks exist for a reason. If there was one lock that was perfect, there wouldn't be other locks, you know? So um, I I almost get to the point where I get sick of sticking my neck out for the one that I use because, you know, what do I care? You know, if you don't like the one I use, then what, what does it matter to me? But, but uh, I do I do set it up so that each guest gets a unique code, especially if I can get Wi-Fi. All my houses that currently have Wi-Fi. One of them doesn't have real Wi-Fi, it's, I'm using, you know, a, a satellite or a, a, a cell phone provider, basically a, a hotspot type, like a high-tech hotspot, almost like you would use in a motorhome. 
Is that the uh, new T-Mobile 5G internet? Um, I'm using, it's probably exactly like that, but it's, um, uh, it's through a company called Viper, which is uh, not very big of a, it's not a very big company. It's this dude, Chris. Uh, I know Chris since he started the company, super nice guy. And um, I've got four or five of them. I've got one in my car uh, because it comes in handy. Um, and uh, they're, they're like 600 bucks. 500 bucks and their 5g you know cell phone uh internet it's probably almost exactly like that t-mobile you're talking about but it you get to pick which network so that can be good and bad if you're moving around a lot um it's you know you almost kind of need two of them uh, but if your area is more at&t then you can get the at&t and if you have more Ver uh, verizon you can get the Ver like for instance i have a house uh that i have verizon my all so i have at&t um you know Cell, cell phone internet in the house, but you got to have one of these. You can't just get these like HughesNet and these data plan. If you just go get AT&T internet from a satellite uh, or from their, from with a dish, like that old school stuff, that, that doesn't work. You know, it's very limited. Um, but uh, uh, backups, uh, I, I always put a, I always make sure I put a key in the lockbox next to the house. Um, I actually just went through this yesterday where, I had somebody show up and they couldn't get in. Luckily, it was a cleaner. And so, and I had, unfortunately, that house, I lost the key. Uh, and I knew I had lost the key. So I had a backup lock waiting for me to, to get it swapped whenever I got there or whenever I could get somebody there. Um, so they, luckily, for whatever reason, were able to get it to kind of fire back up for one more minute and get it open. And then had a, a handyman swap the lock out. So it's not hooked to my phone anymore. But these are the perils of technology. Uh, all of these things kind of make you say, yeah, maybe I don't need that damn Wi-Fi lock, but uh, it does. <laughs> yeah. And so I just went through something like this with, with a property I've got. And uh, yeah, the, the, the Wi-Fi router reset itself. And so the, the Wi-Fi lock stopped talking to, you know, hospitable, which is the company I use to kind of reset everything. And it gives everybody their own custom lock code. Well, that, that stopped working. And so luckily I had a couple of codes built into the log there. And so now I've actually gone in, I fixed that issue and I've gone back in and put a couple backup ones in so that if, if for some reason the Wi-Fi is not working or the lock's not talking to the Wi-Fi or something's you know, broken in that link, uh, I've got a couple backup codes. So I highly recommend that. If you go with the, the, the Schlage, Schlage, however, however you want to pronounce that, you, if you go with the Schlage. on code. Yeah, Schlage, we'll, we'll add a third one in there just for, for grins. Uh, yeah, make sure you build in some uh, you know, some backup codes. Guest one, guest two, guest three. Build in some backup ones. So in case you know things aren't working and the code that they were, were issued is not working, uh, have a couple backups you can give them uh, just in case you can uh, you can even trade those out so you know all, all those three codes will always work but you can just give one to one guest and one to another one so yeah it, it pays to have some backups in place yeah a couple of different they die and you can't push it anymore so you need a key um uh so you know there's just all sorts of things to i mean quite frankly uh learn from your mistakes uh that's how i did it you know when i first time i had a guest couldn't get in i was like oh crap i probably need a key somewhere and then you get a lockbox, and and then i've had where the lockbox is right next to the door and they message you at 11 o'clock at night because they can't get in and you're like dude no that's the wrong th you put put it in the the deadbolt not the lockbox. so then i've had to move relocate the lockbox because they couldn't figure it out you know and they were probably half drunk or whatever but uh yeah, it's all all fun and games and the cameras and the whole nine yards. Same similar speech with the cameras and the Wi-Fi and the thermostats. Just pick the one you like the best. I mean, really, no reason to overanalyze it. Uh, I like simple stuff. That's that's what I go for. And repeat it. I repeat. If I get one I like, I do it again. You know, I don't 
to, that's to me the best piece of advice. Don't put if you got six houses, don't get six different thermostats. Get one thermostat, repeat it. Um, and uh, what about okay? The house doesn't come with linens. Uh, what do you guys? I mean, this is open to to interpretation as well. Do you got what do you do for linens, uh, Lindsay? I'm sure you have a system. Yeah, so I I actually do a combination. Um, I order sheets from Amazon. I use the Nestle sheets. They I'm come sorry, in a lot of N E S T L Nestle. Oh, Nestle. Okay. Yeah, they wash really soft. They've been holding up really well, and um, I honestly. I pick whatever color matches my the home palette design that's on sale <laughs> and I just buy them. Um, so that works really well. And then sometimes I'll do a bedshire waffle um, blanket and then a quilt because it's so much cheaper. I used to do duvets, which sounds great in theory, but my cleaners across the board and every different team, they hate duvets. So I steered away from duvets. Um, but then on houses where either I'm the one dictating the budget or the client is a little bit more of an appetite to spend a little more, I like to do um, a slightly thicker quilt in addition to the waffle blanket. And I actually really like Target's Cataluna brand. Um, I get compliments on those all the time. And you know that you supplied a good product when uh, the guests are messaging you after the fact and asking you like, hey, where was this from? I really would like to buy this from my own home. And those across the board, um, I get that um, feedback a lot. So I really like those. Yeah, I agree. Target has really nice stuff. If you're in a pinch um, uh, and, and, you know, like you need it right now, I, Target's always my go-to. And believe it or not, JCPenney has some decent stuff uh, if it still exists. Uh, last time I went in, a friend of mine said, man, they have really nice towels, and they do. Uh, same thing with uh, Sam's and Costco. They have really nice towels. Problems is, you know, the whole membership thing and trying to find one is kind of a drag sometimes. Also, it's not repeatable. I used to do the Sam's towels uh, because they are really nice and they're fairly decent price. Um, and uh, and I, I was having great success with them. And then my cleaner said, hey, we need some more towels. And I was, you know, in a different town and uh, you can't ship them from Sam's Club or Costco. You can, but it's like a pain in the ass and they're online system is not nearly as good as their in-store system. They're just not really set up for that. So they only had like a limited stock online, limited colors. And I was like, all right, forget this. I went back to Amazon. Um, I spreadsheet all that stuff. Everything that I like and have had success with, with the cleaners have to like it, guests have to like it. I put it on a spreadsheet. I buy the same thing for every house. Um, I use California Design Den uh, sheets, uh, Utopia towels, all Amazon stuff. I don't know what my Quilts, but I do a quilt. I do a quilt on on all properties because uh, uh they're good in, in both seasons. You know, like you can uh, like a big giant blanket is too hot. You know, in the summertime, a lot of my properties are in the south, so it's just too much. So I get a quilt. I got a real nice. I don't know what it's called or anything, but it's it's on a spreadsheet. Uh, again, I don't want to stick my neck out for my quilt because the next thing you know, you're like, oh, I got three stars from that quilt, Luke. Uh, way to go, buddy. You know, uh, but. Uh, uh, and I try to get modern colors and stuff. Way too many. There's way too many beiges and greens out there. So I try to get. Again, I'm no. I am definitely no uh, Joanna Gaines. But uh, if it, if it works, you know, I stick with it. Uh, it's pretty much as uh, as simple as that. You talked about I had my next thing on my list here was thermostats and cameras. And again, um, create your system. You Got to have a system. Everything's a system. I'm a Honeywell guy. No reasons to uh, go out on out limb. No reason. For somebody to say, look, your thermostat suggestion was terrible. Because um, I have had ups and downs with my thermostats over the years where, you know, stuff like out of the blue one will stop working. Um, and then you're like, crap, uh, you know, how am I going to get over there? 
Um, I guess my best suggestion is, is, um, don't overthink it. You know, like don't, uh, get to the point where, uh, you're like, if you, if it becomes unhooked from your phone, who cares? Who cares? And the long, the, the, I've been managing real estate for a long time. And in this period, this process, I have learned it doesn't matter. Just let it go. They're going to be gone in two days. Let it go. Perfect example. A friend of mine texted me yesterday and he goes, I, dude, I just went on a, uh, service call for the, they, they take, he lives next door to this house, you know, so it's no big deal. And he, he was like, they, they told me that the HVAC wasn't working. So I went to check it out and they had every single vent in the house closed. And, uh, I'm like, I don't even know that I would think to look for that. That'd probably be the last thing on my mind. Why, why would anybody do So you literally closed the vents and then said, Hey, your air conditioner doesn't work. I mean, how's that even possible? It must've been the guest before or something like that. Who knows? So, and he's like, yeah. And the funny thing is, is they, they had air mattresses everywhere. He's like, dude, they had air mattresses in the closet. There was like 25 people in this house. And it's a big house. He's, I think he sleeps 18, uh, but they were air mattressing it up. And I go, I said, and again, I don't recommend this if you're new. Okay. But I said, I go, you didn't care one bit about those extra people. Did you? He goes, dude, I didn't even think about it. I, I could care less. You get to the point where it just doesn't matter. And the weird thing with that is now we're in the weeds, right? But uh, the weird thing with that is that, that that house that snuck in those extra people, that's it's going to be spotless. You know, uh, they they know they broke a rule, and they're probably nervous as hell, and it, they're going to check out. And it's going to be spotless, and uh, and it's just one of those things. Now that you get to the couple, two people that go sleep in a sixteen-person cabin, and then you need to be worried. But it's always the other way around. You worry about the big group, but anyway. Uh, getting into the weeds there on management. Um, I'm a I'm a Honeywell T9 guy. Uh, I, uh, I they're just super simple and easy to figure out as a as a user. Uh, Lindsay, what thermostat are you using? Yeah, so honestly, a lot of the houses that we have bought in the Shenandoah, we haven't built any yet. Um, we're working on that now, but they come with some older systems. So a lot of them don't even have a thermostat. I've got baseboard heaters that you know you control it right on right on the little guy. I recommend if you buy a house like that, buy some of those little control knobs before, like very early or just replace them like immediately because those do go bad and they're not expensive. Um, I honestly, I don't hate them. My electric bill is not terrible. And then I have another home that has uh, saw this oil radiant heat and that house, it's very pleasant to stay in. It's expensive to heat it, but it's gorgeous. And the radiators add like a really fun flavor that people just don't see in homes anymore. And then, um, in some of my client homes, they do like, I think the neat, like the Ecobee and that seems to work pretty well. We've got another client with a Honeywell um, and his system, he's got like a wheat, he has a very strange system. So it's hooked up to two different things and he's had a few issues and we just send a tech out. Um, it's not been too bad, but overall I'm not married to any individual thermostat. It's just what's the best for the home. And then um, I do want to plug uh, the Medea, M-I-D-E-A, um, window shakers that are kind of like an actual mini split and you can install them and still actually open and close your window. Um, those work super well and you can, you know, just buy one that's way too many BTUs for the room and keep repeat that throughout a home. If it's not a home that you're going to be able to do central air in and um, you know, Virginia is hot and we've had luck heating a very large old craftsman home, or cooling, excuse me, a large old, large old craftsman home. And that's been like one of my favorite products because we we would love to eventually go in and upgrade it to central air and like put ducts in the ceiling. And I just, 
want to make sure when we do that, we have like a very large budget so that we're protecting the integrity of this like beautiful old home. So those are a really good cheap solution. If you're buying like an old cabin and you don't have the budget for a full-fledged mini split or you're trying to do it in a rush, uh, those are actually a really good solution. Okay, cool. Um, Alan, Alan, do you have a you like? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of low tech here. I don't know that I've uh, gone with any kind of like a Wi-Fi thermostat. Uh, we're actually just using the one that came with the home permit uh, at, at the moment. But Hey, man, okay. you know, there's nothing wrong with that. There was a period of time in this bit where everybody came so laser focused on all this stupid crap, you know what I mean? And then next thing you know, they're selling a $500 course on, let me tell you what the best thermostat is. And it's like, what? Who cares? So Alan, I applaud you, man. It really doesn't matter. Uh, and that's another thing. I, You know, you get a lot of folks and new folks that, and again, crap on me, tell me I'm wrong, whatever. But you get a lot of new folks that are like, oh man, they put my thermostat at 62 degrees. What am I gonna do? Who cares? You know, the the amount of time you spent to even realize that at that moment in time, and it's a waste of your time. Just who cares? Now, if they freeze it up, that's going to suck. You know, that will suck if they freeze up the unit because they had it going too cold for too long and left the window open or whatever. Um, but in general, I find that micromanagement and property management just don't go together, you know. Um, now, I don't think you should – let me get – hold on. I'm in the weeds again. Back to the house with the 25 25- – I'm not you let your guests throw parties and raise hell and piss off the neighbors. I'm not suggesting that at all. You need to have bulletproof systems that say, don't party in my house, don't no noise, this kind of thing. But every now and then you're gonna have somebody that sneaks through and just let it roll. You know what I mean? Worst case scenario, maybe one of your I've had it before where my guests were like, dude, they're throwing a rager next door, you know, and I've owned that house for so long that I know that guy. He just, you know, he called me random today. You know, we've become kind of buddies. Not really, but you know, we're neighbors. And, uh, uh, and, uh, and I just texted him. I'm like, dude, you're, they're throwing a rager over there. He took care of it. And really all I had to do, probably all he had to do was message him and say, uh, yeah, you, you're pushing it a little too far here. My, my point is don't overthink it. It's not that big a deal. If you're in Cleveland, and your your guests are throwing a twenty five person rager in a two person in a two bedroom house. You're probably gonna have a big problem on your hands. If you're in a vacation town where you got some breathing room in the mountains, and each you know you got a couple eight, and the house next door is a vacation rental right house. In other words, you know I had one time uh, was it, it was a different different house, same town. Um, I had a uh, reach out to. I never even heard of this person before, you know, and I, I, she's like, Hey, they're throwing a rager, you know, they're partying at your house. And of course I'm very happy to take care of that. I am, but I'm also thinking to myself, like, you know, next week it's your turn. You know, I mean, we're in this together here. We're, we're, it's all a common, so it's all common. And that's, what's so cool about doing it in a vacation town. Obviously we're preaching to the choir on that subject, but way off into the weeds. Um, tell me what do you guys do there? I, uh, I got mixed feelings on that subject, to be honest. Yeah, my philosophy is kind of if I don't hear about it and my cleaners don't find anything amiss, I don't, why would I care? You know, like they had a good time. I got paid. My house wasn't broken. My neighbors aren't upset. It's all good. Um, and so what, what, uh, what, what, are we, what are we doing for televisions? I'll, I'll give you my system and then you guys can give us uh, yours. I, I get the biggest television on the planet for the living room. Okay. Now, if I have a small house, you get what's appropriate, but I go a little more than appropriate, you know? And I got that from Avery. I, I did. I totally got that from Avery. I never really cared. But ever since the day I met her, 
she, you know, massive TV kind of chick, you know? And, uh, uh, and so, I mean, there's been, uh, in the past where I was like, Avery, I think this TV is too damn big. And she's like, no, get, go bigger, you know? And she's always right. She has literally never been wrong. So that's what I do. I get whatever will fit that damn wall. Okay. And if it's a bit, a bigger house, I would say 2000, I mean, really 1500 square feet or bigger, maybe even 1200 square feet or bigger. I'm going 80, 1200 is probably pushing it. That, that's more like a 70 there here. Let's go with it. We need to make a footage versus living room TV. I'll put that together. But, uh, yeah, I'm 80 all the way. You know, a decent sized house, you know, a couple hundred bucks a night or more. It's got to have an eight in front of it or it doesn't matter. Um, and uh, in the living room, in the bedrooms, it uh, doesn't need to be that. 55 is fine for me. It's just me. And I do the Roku sticks. I like the sticks. Um, I can't remember a bunch of research and that's the one I landed on and I never hear about them. So that's a win. Okay. Uh, now, the downside of this stick, I will give it one downside. If they unplug it, plug in their video because the next guest can't figure it out. Sometimes it'll get thrown off the sit and they get a log back in and that kind of thing. But I really like Roku. Uh, well, we can do this on a Roku TV. So give me a minute on that. But the the uh, the uh, uh, guest mode that's really cool. And you show up. I mean, you from your computer or your phone say their name like at a Hilton, which is really cool. We don't go that far. There's too much work. Uh, but to, to, to push six buttons is too much work, but, uh, we do, uh, I call it the vacation shop is my property management company, you know? So, uh, the vacation shop welcomes as screen when they enter the home and professional looking. So I like that. So anyway, I'm a big TV Roku guy. Uh, what do you guys do? Yeah, I actually really like Roku as well. We usually do the TCL Roku. It's kind of middle of the road. Doesn't cost too much. They seem fairly reliable. The picture's good. And if something goes wrong with it, it's an easy trip to Walmart to replace it, which is, you know, just keeping it simple. Yeah, I'd say I go with that. I'm on the Roku boat. I like them. I like the the guest mode. It makes it super easy for people to come in, you know, provide their own logins. Uh, you don't, I mean, you don't have to, you know, provide it or pay for any Netflix or anything else like that. And I'd be to have guests to do that. Actually, I got a, a pro tip. So I, I got mine. Uh, it's a Hisense Roku. And I, again, got them through Walmart. I uh, had a problem with one of them. So it, it came and it just had a, like a broken screen right out of the box. Like, But I already had it up on the wall before I even turned it on and uh, noticed that the, the whole screen was broken. So I had to go return it. And uh, I found out from the Walmart staff that if you order it online, you have it shipped in. Uh, UPS just, I mean, they, they might run over that box a couple of times before they get it to your door. Uh, so it's better to actually get them from the, the Walmart store. If you can, if you can manage it, uh, you can, if you can actually get them from in store, are you going to have a lot less problems with that uh, the, that Roku box just because Walmart tends to try to take better care of their their stuff? So get it from the store if you can. Uh, if that's not an option, you're you're kind of rolling the dice whether or not that's going to wind up at your place in good condition. I agree. I've been to every store buying TVs for short term rentals for many years, and uh, Walmart's the go to. It really is. I don't even bother going to the back where the TVs are. I a pile at the in the middle of the aisle up you know on the way to the tv section where they have like 150 of the same tv i just grab whatever the biggest one i get the tcls well here's here all right here's where it gets a little the tcls in the uh another new brand uh, on um that have the roku built in they're probably the way to go um that being said i for, I went through a period of time where I wanted a nicer brand for whatever reason. I kind of wanted to set myself apart. So I was just getting Samsungs and LCs, uh, uh, LGs and stuff like that. 
now I'm back to the cheap ones again. And and quite frankly, aren't we at a point in time? You know, there was a period when I was a little kid. I'm old, right? So when I was a little kid, it was like, oh, that's a TV. It's such a nice TV. It has so many pixels and features and it's flat. You know what I mean? And today it's just like, it's a freaking TV. Who cares? You know, and they're so cheap. Just get the, the Walmart TV or Best Buy. Best Buy does have actually a really good, if you can, you know, sometimes you got to drive further. Um, and they're probably going to be a little like a higher step up, but they're going to have really good deals too. Um, all right. Um, kitchen. I got a little bit of a system there. As a matter of fact, I just go to the short-term shop website and then there's a bunch of, there's a big, we call it the big, the big, uh, the big list. And it's just hundreds and hundreds of items. Sometimes I'll just come through that when I'm bored watching Seinfeld and I'm like, oh, that's really cool. You know? Um, so that's kind of where I get my kitchen gadget, uh, recommendations is on the, the, uh, uh, short-term rental, long-term wealth uh, Facebook group. We got that thread. Um, but there's certain things that, and I don't go crazy. I'm not a kitchen. Yeah. I don't know. I don't even, I can't even, I can fry an egg. That's about it. Uh, you know, so, uh, but I get, I, I do get really nice, uh, cookware, like pots and pans. I get all clad. I like all clad. It's a step up from the whatever Teflon or whatever. Um, and, uh, I'll be honest. A lot of times I'll just get like Mason jars for my glasses which are not cheap, believe it or not. They are kind of not that cheap, but they look really cool. And I put them in my beach houses and everything. Um, but, uh, and, and I, I am a, a coffee guy. I like, I, I don't drink it that much. It's not my thing, but a little bit, but I like to have as many coffee gadgets as possible. And I get it. I always get a Ninja, a blender. A, I get a real nice blender. There's a theme here with me. I don't like the cheap shit, except for maybe a TV. I do like the kind of nicer stuff a little bit, you know, like, if there's four of them, I'll take the third one from the on the price list. Um, if there's two, I get the, the top one, that kind of thing. So, um, and uh, silverware, I always get way too much silverware because it's going to disappear. Um, and I do like to get the, a little bit nicer stuff because people are hard on silverware. It'll bend, it'll get torn up and chipped and all this, and it just looks like junk. Um, I also keep an extra set. So whenever set of silverware I land on, which is on my spreadsheet, I'll get an extra set, put it in the cabinet. And so that way, because inevitably somebody's going to say, hey, you're running really low on silverware. They'll shoot you a picture or whatever. Hopefully, if they're being cool, sometimes they're like, this house sucks. You don't have any forks, you know. Uh, then I can be like, oh, no worries. There's a whole new box of it. Or I can, if they're checking out that day, I can just text my cleaner and say, um, hey, we're running low on silverware. There's another box. Please refill it, you know, that kind of thing. So now I'm just, I've said too much. What do you guys do for the kitchen? Um, I had a client and a friend of mine who really wanted Corel dishes, and I actually love those. The stoneware is nice. It's so pretty, but it's heavy. It takes a lot more room in the cabinet, and the Corel is super thin, and like they they don't break. So we haven't had issues with those. And I agree with the silverware. The little forks, I swear to gosh, you'll put 12 in, and then you come back, and there's three. I think they get thrown away. People walk off with them. So we're always supplying more of those and more glasses than you need to because people are breaking mugs and cups constantly. Um, you just do cheap, nice, you know, clean, very simple glasses, wine glasses, um, and cute mugs because everybody loves coffee, like you said. I was actually really uh, jealous when Robilt, Robilt put that list out. Uh, we actually made a conscious decision to not do that uh, because I got sick of people saying, hey, man, that mattress you recommended got me three stars. Um, and then he went ahead and I was like, man, maybe we should have done that. Uh, but I'm kind of glad we didn't. Cause it's like, uh, yeah, I don't want somebody coming back to me and saying that that mattress you recommended sucks, you know, that kind of thing. But it was really cool to do that. Um, go ahead, Alan. I say, yeah, 
like you say, I think like you say, Luke, make sure everything that they have in, in reaching the kitchen is nice and, and definitely having the backups of stuff because you never know, like my kids, whenever they go to the house like that or something like that, they're, they're always like grabbing forks and going out in the backyard and digging with them or something like that. And just uh, you never know what's going to happen. So having extras is, is definitely in hand. And, and some of the guests are going to be uh, you're, you're real helpful and, and let you know when you're low. And it's funny, the other day I had a guest going around the house taking pictures of like damage in the house that or she thought that she was getting dinged. It was it was like she thought she was checking out a rental car. So it was t- taking pictures of everything she thought didn't look right. And uh, it was sending me just like, just want you to know. Yeah, you'll get that. <laughs> so sometimes yeah, yeah you'll get, get that. Ordered. and if you're yeah if you're new sometimes you feel like they're like picking on you like oh your house sucks but no they're just go a lot of times you'll get somebody that's just going around like finding the flaws so they don't get charged for it or something like that so don't get super sensitive about that um i'm glad you brought that up i cut you off were you done no i think that that covers it like the only were... thing i'd say is like you know for okay. mugs and glasses and stuff like that i'd say just don't worry when small stuff like that breaks keep extras on hand count look that's just yeah. part of doing business uh, and don't make you know, don't break people awesome. over the coals for them don't, don't make them feel guilty it's just, hey just no it happens yeah just make them feel like hey this is your home relax have a good time make some good memories I agree. It's just one of those things when you're new, it's your gut instinct. Oh my God, my house is no longer perfect, dude. Just throw it in the trash and get more. It, you should have had so many backups that it didn't even, you would, nobody's even going to notice, you know. I do get custom coffee mugs with my website on them. Um, and not 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 for any kind of marketing purposes at all. Per, that's not me. I'm not, I'm not really the guy that's sitting here being like, I need to get these people to book off platform. It's just, you know, I mean, I get it. I told, I have it, but it's not my thing. But I do have the coffee mugs with my logo and everything because I want to look professional. That's why I have it. I don't want my guests to come in there and be like, oh, we could have booked it right with their website and saved 10 10 cents. No. I want my guests to go in there and be like, wow, this place is run by an actual company. This is pretty cool. You know, Um, and hey, feel free to steal one of my coffee mugs. What do I care? I got 200 of them in there, you know. Uh, One quick thing on the coffee that reminds me, um, we do like to supply local coffee instead of like Folgers or generic brand. I think that people feel like it, you know, really plugs them into the area that they're visiting. And um, so we've partnered with a local roastery and people love that. We get compliments on that all the time. I agree. Totally. Went to, I stayed in a house recently. They had local coffee and local um, granola. And it was, I was like, dude, this is so cool. So uh, I agree. So that reminds me, you, um, you mentioning that. Uh, so one of the things we did at, at, at our place is we actually went around to like local shops. And I don't know if like there's like a chamber of commerce and, you know, and wherever you have your cabin, even if you're outside of the Shenandoah, go around to the chamber of commerce and look for like, you know, local like pamphlets. If like they've got like a local pottery place or some kind of a cool experience, uh, you can get one of those like a uh, clear plastic shoe organizers, you know, hang it on the back of a door, put all those pamphlets in there. Like you're like the, the you know, the visitor center or something like that. And uh, people love seeing stuff like that. If you got like, uh, there's a local pottery place down just uh, by one of the places we have, and they they invite people to come and you know take some of their gear. So if if you if you can kind of market for them and you know kind of outfit your place in a way that looks cool, you know it's great great way to do that. Coffee, local coffee, local pottery, local crafts, all that kind of stuff. People love that. Anything else we didn't touch on? Anything weird in the market that you need to have that you wouldn't have to have in another market? Um, anything like that? I mean, if you're going to be setting up like a hot tub or something like that, make sure you're getting that lined up. Make sure you you know what delivery timelines on like that are going to be. Uh, I mean, that I don't, I don't know whether you consider that part of like initial setup, Luke, or not, but uh, it, it can be something to worry about as, as far as like getting bigger equipment set up there. Hot tubs, uh, the bane of my existence. <laughs> but uh, they make you money. That's, that's all you can, you know, that's all you can hope for. 
you know, this is a large market, right? It's spread out over large spaces and miles. So it's probably something to take into consideration there. Um, and it's also very, very rural. So do we have anything, uh, anything there? Yeah, sure. So one thing to keep in mind with the rural aspect is um, the tradespeople. If you're going to be hiring out a lot of work, if you're doing renovations, you're probably going to going to want to extend that timeline. If you're not used to working in those kinds of areas and you work in more of a metropolitan area, those are a lot more competitive. Uh, the tradespeople out here, they typically like they're kind of the go-to and they know that. So they don't feel the need to call you back right away. They're going to probably get you on their schedule right away. You know, if their cousin's car breaks down that morning and they were supposed to show up, they might not, and they might not tell you. <laughs> so kind of anticipate those things. And then also for sourcing your materials for things that you're not going to order online that you need same day. Um, there are box stores in the area, but you may have to drive and they don't all, you know, they aren't all equally supplied. So you're going to be going up and down that 81 corridor sometimes, you know, if you're doing a property a little further south, you might have to shoot up the Winchester or Front Royal and then vice versa. You may have to go all the way down to Waynesboro. Shout out to Waynesboro Home Depot. They always have what I need. So I'm driving down there constantly. Um, that's still like an hour from where I'm at, but it's it's worth it. Cool. Awesome. Awesome. Pro photos, obviously, when you're setting up your property, it should be number one. It goes without saying, but I did want to mention it. Pro photos. I'm sure Alan has some recommendations uh, for pro photographers in the area. Um, that's the number one moneymaker is kick-ass pictures, you know. So just want to briefly mention that on our way out. Lindsay, you're awesome. Thank Alan, of course. And uh, Cashflow Carl, on behalf of the Short Term Show special episodes from Shenandoah.